0: Hey guys, welcome back to the What Had Happened Was podcast. In case you're just tuning in again, my name is Nico and this is... Maggie. And on this podcast, we're going to be continuing with the topic that we ended our last one with, which was basically people not caring. And yeah. this is something I wanted to talk about as well. It's just, I feel like I'm focused a lot on the uh, the negativity of people lately. Maybe that's my own fault or not. <sighs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like nowadays, everyone just likes to not care. For some reason, it is okay and cool to not care about things, to not care about people, and just kind of do whatever the hell you want. The way I had put it before was everyone likes to do themselves. It's the I'm-a-do-me attitude and mindset that they kind of put into overdrive and just let that dictate and guide their lives with complete disregard for anyone else's emotions and how their actions affect everyone else. And this can be something like, let's say you're with your best friend and they have a crush on some on some person and obviously it would hurt their feelings if you started dating them or whatever but you do it anyways it's just things in that regard you know sometimes it's just somehow it's okay for you to be an asshole or what i what i see a lot is the phrase if you can't handle me at my worst you don't deserve me at my best wow (laughs) somehow justifying being a complete asshole and piece of shit to other people just because that's the way it's just the way you are or that's the way god made you or something along those lines please don't say that i know i don't think anyone should ever say that i feel like Mm -hmm. i see that on like a facebook feed or instagram feed probably Mm -hmm. not so much anymore because i'm trying to get off facebook but maybe some iteration of that like at least once a week I can't with these people.
1: Actually, the first time I heard you do you, it wasn't in a positive way that most people use that nowadays. Nowadays, people are like, oh, I'm about to eat the second helping of ice cream. People go up to me and be like, you do you. Yes, go ahead. Which is
0: what I agree with.
1: Which is what I agree with. That's awesome. But the first time I ever heard you do you was actually when I was with my friend. But we were hanging out and this guy that she had a really big crush on, she went up to him to talk to him. And I don't know if they got into an argument or something, but she's like, all right, I'm going to head back. And instead of him just being a gentleman, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. He's like, you do you. And left in a huff. And she's like, "Uh uh-uh, because that signaled the I'm not going to care. Yeah. So that was the first time I heard you do you used in a negative way. And it was also the first time I'd ever heard it. Ever. So mm-hmm. now anytime yeah, it's kind of tainted the you do you slogan for me because instead of it being like a positive thing, you know what, go ahead. You know what you deserve to get that second scoop of ice cream. Treat yourself, like stuff like that. It's been tainted with this negative experience.
0: Yeah, it's been tainted by everyone just oh, thinking it jerk. means they can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like somehow it's mainstream and okay to just be an asshole.
1: Yeah.
0: And and then I don't they, agree with and that. then they I don't justify like it. You don't agree with what I said or that mentality.
1: I don't agree with that mentality.
0: But you see it everywhere. And Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I wish I could think of some exact examples right now. But it goes back to like, you know, what I just said, like, maybe you're going to date your best friend's crush, or Mm -hmm. maybe you're going to go tell off this one person because they made you mad, but you can do it because you're somehow entitled to that. Or even so, sometimes it goes along the lines of, you know, not making a good decision in your own regard. Like, let's say you should be studying for a giant test Instead of studying or, like, doing the application, you end up going on, like, an all-night drinking spree with, like, your friends or something. And some people would be like, you're young, you know, you have all this energy, you have plenty of time the rest of your life left, so you do you. Which, that's just, like, a more professional aspect of it. But in terms of interpersonal relationships with everyone else, people feel like they can just do whatever and not have to worry about how it affects anyone else.
1: Yeah, actually, it is you do you if someone were to say it to you, the connotation that comes from it is that you do you. Whatever consequences, whether it be good or bad, that come from this, it's on you.
0: You do you. Which, I mean, and actually I I do agree with that. I never thought of it that way, but I do agree with it.
1: Not that I'm agreeing or disagreeing with the decision that you're about to make, but whatever decision you make, it's on you. You do you. So, you know, instead of studying for your big GRE or GMAT test, you go out and drink with your friends that night and they say, you do you. Maybe they know in their heart of hearts that it's not the best idea for you to do that. Maybe you should have stayed at home and studied a little bit more, but they're not going to judge you. All right. It's your decision, your choice. I guess you'll make time to study for your test later on, but it's your
0: life. But like, why are we so okay with these negative repercussions that may or may not happen? It's never a good excuse Mm -hmm. to do this, to act poorly towards yourself or towards other people. Like everyone should be looking out for your own best interests as well as other people. And everyone just doesn't want to. Yeah.
1: I think it came from this previous sort of feeling that, you know, everyone always had to intervene and give their input. And I think everyone's really tired of that now. It's like, you know what? I've done that in the past. And for whatever reason, people just don't listen to my advice or it didn't work out the way that it was supposed to or I got blamed for something. I think the easiest response that people like to use nowadays is you do you. Oh, if you're coming to me for validation for whatever decision you make, um, I'm not that person. I'm just going to say you to you.
0: It just, like, re- it just relinquishes other people's really, re- responsibility. Yeah. It's like, I don't care people. about you. Okay. <laughs> but I feel like we have to care. That's the whole point of why we we're talking about this.
1: I know. But, that's why you have friends. They're supposed to care yeah, and like call people, you
0: out when you're about to people, do something yeah, really ridiculous. Exactly. People are supposed to care.
1: Yeah. So
0: it's one of those things where like, I feel like this is more prominent nowadays. Like I have no idea where it came from just Mm -hmm. all all of a sudden people are just like, nope, you do you. You don't have to worry about anything else because, you know, you're doing what's best for you, even though that's a complete lie.
1: Yeah. I could stop this train wreck from happening. But that would mean that I would have to put effort on my part to stop it. So I'm just gonna say this phrase and relinquish all responsibility.
0: Exactly, which is like, which is an evolution of where it came from. Because at least where I thought it came from was, you know, as we came to accept the mental health issues, you know, for different people. It was kind of some sort of mentality to eliminate a negative self-doubt. So you felt more confident in yourself Mm -hmm. to grow as a person, to make more confident decisions, to kind of do what's best for you. Mm -hmm. But at that point there was there weren't supposed to be any repercussions for other people it was for decisions that only included yourself mm-hmm. not for other people yeah and then that just kind of somehow changed over time and i think a lot of people may blame millennials for it and just kind of the younger generation and i i kind of feel that way i feel like with that sort of feeling i know i've said like i hate millennials sometimes even though i'm i'm a part of that group mm-hmm. because they just seem to not care i think there's every special little snowflake therefore no one can tell them what to do Mm -hmm.
1: yeah maybe that's also where it came from because even if your friend were to try to hold you back from going out that night it's like who are you to tell me to hold back you're not me okay yeah all right not gonna get into a fight about it
0: you do you young people or people our age at least this is my prediction because i know i feel this way and i know Mm -hmm. like a handful of other people do we don't like being told what to do
1: we don't like being told what to do, but then that also puts us in this weird predicament where it's like the golden rule. Of I treat others how I want to be treated, okay? Yeah. Well, I don't like being told what to do, so I'm not going to tell other people what they should or shouldn't do. Exactly. Even though, yeah. like, maybe I should just to say, hey, you shouldn't be blacking out right now, but okay, whatever.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those things. And I think one thing that I think is important about what you said was using the word rule because mm-hmm. this mentality is the whole thing. People don't think they have to follow rules anymore. They are somehow exempt from any sort of social guidelines or anything like that.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: For whatever reason, I'm not sure. Maybe they think they're more special or that the whole thing where if I'm not worrying for other people, other people shouldn't worry for me or about me or anything like that. And it's just like this weird devolution. Is that the right word? I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. A devolution of, of this mindset that instead of it promoting growth and positivity... It's it's like Mm -hmm. tearing people down and all because we're kind of being selfish. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's just because, you know, we're being selfish and narcissistic that we think we're so special that we can do whatever the hell we want.
1: I mean, but that's what they've been telling us from the get go, though. When you're young, your parents are like, when you grow up, you can be whatever you want to be. Don't worry about what other people say. So you've been told that your entire life. And now that we're the age that we can be whatever we want to be, people are telling us, actually, though, I was lying about that. But in order to take myself out and not have this responsibility placed on me for that, I'm just going to say the single phrase and let you make the decision on your own.
0: Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was actually going to piggyback off of what you said before that growing up, everyone tells us that we can be whatever we want to be, do whatever we want to do. hmm. And I think that because we're expected to be growing up so fast, especially nowadays, we're supposed to have a career by like mid to late 20s when other people would have had a little bit more of their life to solidify something. It's like, we're Mm -hmm. not ready to-
1: Oh, I keep getting asked if I'm about to get married. I'm like, are you kidding me? I know, it's
0: crazy. (laughs) But we're we're not ready to handle the responsibilities and maybe we are, maybe we're not, but I feel like a lot of people aren't. They're just, you know, Mm -hmm. expected to do so much. And in order to relieve that pressure like you know what forget everybody fuck them I'm gonna do whatever I want to do because Mm -hmm. it doesn't affect anyone else but in reality it does it kind of does yeah
1: yeah it does affect other people for instance you have to keep going back to your parents to ask them for help on next month's rent or something it's like oh yeah like I'm doing me but at the same time I'm not also taking care of myself and the, the responsibilities and things that go along with being an adult I've completely disregarded the rules set in place about how I should grow up as a human being. Like I should be able to take care of myself if I can and, you know, um, be able to pay the bills if I can, like stuff like that. It's just like, well, there's a safety net here. And so I'm going to take advantage of that. I'm going to blow all my savings going to Peru or something and <laughs> not pay rent next month. But it's fine. I'll ask for help from my parents. It's okay. It
0: makes me so angry. I know.
1: I I can't the thought
0: that I know some people who do things like that Mm -hmm. and it just makes me so angry and upset that they're not willing to take responsibility for just themselves not even their own actions Mm -hmm. but they don't want to support themselves they're relying on other people to do that but anyways, like, that's just from uh-huh. the millennial point of view, you know, since, since we're so young. But I know mm-hmm. there's the other thought that could be brought up that, you know, maybe it's the older generation's fault. Because I mm-hmm. mean, they were going through such a time of change and all this stuff was happening. Like they were taking, taking, taking and didn't give a shit.
1: Mm. But then they were also building, though, at the same time. I think if anything, they spent less time thinking about their own happiness and more about other people's happiness. It was like, okay, well, I'm going to work really hard so that my children can have a better life. And so they focus all that energy that they would have placed on themselves and to other people. At the end of it, it's like, okay, well, you've taught your children to be the best that they can be and do whatever they want to do. But you yourself haven't had that opportunity.
0: Yeah, they just took and exhausted like a bunch of the resources and did that. And they Mm -hmm. taught that same mentality to us. Yeah. Now they're blaming everything on us anyways. Somehow everything is the fault of the millennials for whatever reason. Because they don't want to take take it. (laughs) They don't want to take responsibility either. Mm -hmm. Everything they did was somehow godlike and 100% correct and right.
1: I think it was like right for their
0: time period oh yeah it definitely was right for their time period but they don't want to recognize that times have changed
1: times have changed they may have messed up a little bit yeah they might have maybe global warming you know all these resources just gone Rainforest got down, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um,
0: But that's just like one thing to like bring to light that might be a possibility mm because they didn't care because they didn't know what they would have had to care about. Uh It's more of a not caring out of ignorance instead of like the younger people. It's not caring out of like a passive aggressive mentality. Yeah.
1: I feel like not caring about certain things gives you more bandwidth to care about yourself. And as a younger person, it's okay, cool. If I don't care about my friend and I decide to date the person she really likes, then I've fulfilled my own happiness. And I've decided to shut out other people for the sake of making myself happy first. Yeah,
0: people are okay with making those sacrifices like people aren't important to them anymore or no one is important to them Mm anymore. That is a shame. It really is a shame. But I mean, that kind of is, at least in, in my head, a semi-correct mentality of just you have to focus on the right things.
1: But what is the right thing?
0: That That's something, you know, people may never know. At that point, you can take it. What, what's the right thing for everyone? And what's the right thing for you? And mm-hmm. no one's going to agree on one single thing. Because I know it's, some people have gone through life... And have had people as a whole not be good to them. Therefore, they're gonna be like, "No, fuck them. I'm gonna care about myself."
1: I have to take care of myself first because, from my previous experience, like, yeah. no one is gonna take care of me. So I need to put myself first. That makes sense. And
0: it's really unfair to ask them to care about other people when, when people no have one not, has shown yeah. them
1: that courtesy previously.
0: Exactly. So it's. I mean, there. I mean, I would love to ask, where do we draw the line? But there's not going to be a line to draw. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more of like a giant scribble.
1: Maybe a wave? Maybe. uh, Yeah. I don't know.
0: Do you think it's just because we're all fed up? Oh, I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's it's one of those things where so many rules on what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to act for everything. And the modern day of political correctness around every corner, somehow people would turn eating a certain kind of food into some political correct racist thing that, you know, people are crazy, like over-exaggerating random things into matters that are really non-existent yeah so at this point people are like you know what i'm just not going to care about anything just throw their hands up in the air and just walk away and say you know what i'm done with this it's over yeah
1: i think we as a generation or like a time period we have yet to really define what are the things we should collectively care about Mm -hmm. like we've been told that you should care about yourself and your happiness and it's like okay i guess we're doing that but at the same time it's also making us care less about each other as like a whole group if you care about the issues that affect you personally it's like okay we only care about immigrants because we are immigrants right now and the other people who aren't immigrants are like okay well it's not affecting me so i'm not going to take notice of that it's like stuff like
0: that and that happens a lot
1: That happens a lot. I think we talked about this previously. I forget which podcast we were talking about it in, but it was like the Women's March. It was like, okay, well, we are right now and we're supporting the Women's March because it affects us as women. But when our POC sisters meet us at Black Lives Matter March, we're not going to go because it doesn't actually affect us. What? What? Really? Like you see that everyone here is like rallied together for this larger cause, but because like this other issue that doesn't affect you specifically and doesn't really relate to you, like doesn't affect you in your daily life, you're just going to shut it out. Okay.
0: Wow. And some people get bitter about that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it continues the cycle of, all right, if you're not going to care about me, I'm not going to care about you. Yeah.
1: That doesn't lead us anywhere
0: no it really doesn't mm-hmm. and i know the, the way i approach it there's like some things that in my head are important enough and some things that aren't i know like one thing i've i've had conversations with people about are those like the issue of gender pronouns and things like that mm-hmm. and someone was telling me that you know i had to call everyone by their respective pronoun or whatever the hell they wanted to be called
1: yeah, I agree
0: with that. And I agree with that, but there's like some sort of aggression where, okay, if I, if someone identifies as a woman, but, you know, now day and age, you know, they look like a man or something or they're transgender, things like that. And I accidentally call him he or him or whatever, and they get mad at me like I'm supposed to read someone's mind or assume. It's like at that mm. point, it's like, all right, you know what? There there are a select few things where I'm going to go off of what... Off the cuff, what things happen? If you're polite and nice about it, sure, I'll give it to you. But if you're just going to be an asshole because I, I just didn't know, and it's not like an actual plea of ignorance. It's just like I I can't guess everyone or read anyone's mind. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you know, with with all the backlash of that, it's like all right, I can't do it. I don't have enough energy and time in the day to to dedicate to something like this, which it really. I'm sure it affects a lot of people heavily, and I, I don't know how to approach that in an effective manner. So I'm just like, I'm done.
1: I mean, but what if someone came up to you? and was like, Hey, actually, my preferred pronoun is she. Could you do that, please? Would you? I mean, would you go ahead and like start then, yes. using that preferred pronoun? Uh,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would always do it. But I mean, if everyone's going to do that to me, and you know, next thing you know, like twenty, thirty people come up to me and say I got to address them that way. Like, unless you're in my daily life, I'm not going to remember that. As much as I would love to think I could hold all that information, there, there's only so much I can focus on in my day-to-day life.
1: Yeah, but if these people are coming up to you and telling you, like, this is my preferred pronoun, and may- maybe you will never talk to them ever again, but in that instant, it's like, my preferred pronoun is she. So, like, in this one interaction.
0: for Yeah, for like, for, for that instance, then yes. 100% I'll go ahead and call them whatever they want. But like this is mm-hmm. – this pronoun thing is just, it's just one aspect about it. It's like at that point like I'm sorry. I don't care anymore because like you're not giving me the benefit of the doubt. So please explain to me why I should care about you if you're not going to explain things to me in a more relaxed and mellow matter. Respect. Exactly. Just respect other people. So if you respect me, I respect you. It's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But if if you're not going to, then I could give a shit about you.
1: No, that was my, that was my whole, that was my answer to your question. Why should we care about others? And it's like, well, it's out of respect. And sometimes it's really difficult because who should be the bigger person to like first initiate this emotion or whatever respect it's supposed okay. to be. Like it's really difficult because this other party over here is expecting me to treat them this specific way but they haven't treated me in a specific way that I would like to be treated. So who is the first person to take that step forward? Like without these people that take the initiative to be like, all right, I'm going to concede and I'll just treat you with respect. It's fine. I'm not expecting anything in return right now. I'll just treat you the way that you would like to be treated. And hopefully you would treat me the same way that I would like to be treated. But sometimes it's difficult to do that. It just perpetuates this cycle of not caring because it's more difficult for people to make that step forward than to not.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well then, so then do we need rules for this kind of thing? Like, I feel like it's, it's a, such a dynamic in like- Okay. The,
1: the rule should be, you should always be the person to initiate the respect. If the other person isn't doing it, you just do it.
0: Default. Done. But respect on whose account? Like, let's say on a different topic, I know there's a whole thing like of tattoos and especially mm-hmm. now some women don't like being asked about their tattoos- Okay, but like I feel like there's a huge split between like a, like a 50-50 of women who are like who don't care and some who do. Mm-hmm. And so let's say I ask someone my family, my my parents, my mom and a bunch of women in my family have tattoos. And because that's the way I was raised, I, anyone could ask them about them. They they wouldn't care and they would be okay with it.
1: Mm -hmm. The meaning behind them, or specifically, do you have any tattoos? Just do
0: you have any tattoos? What does it mean? You know, what does it cost? Mm -hmm. Whatever. Like my mom could care less because that Mm -hmm. the whole point is to show them off to people for her, and because I was raised that way, I would ask someone point blank those same questions. So then, let's say I go ask someone who's a woman and does not want to be asked those questions, and they count that as disrespect, is that actually disrespect? Because they're feeling completely abhorred that I, I would even ask such a thing. Mm-hmm. But like, is it my fault for not knowing that that's how they felt?
1: No, but I think it goes back to like the central theme of care, or caring. I should take into account that not everyone is raised the same way as me. So if I meet someone new and I don't know them very well, they have this they have tattoos or whatever perhaps when I go about asking them this question I should do it in a more polite way of doing it oh hey do you mind if I ask you if you have any tattoos you're not outwardly asking them if they have tattoos you're asking them about the possibility of asking them
0: and 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 I know that but even at that point with issues like this if they're gonna be feeling that way even broaching the subject Mm -hmm. is somehow offensive
1: I don't think that asking them about asking them is offensive. Well, can I ask you if you have any tattoos? And it's like, no, I don't feel comfortable talking to you about that. Okay, cool. Like you haven't gotten any information I know about
0: that. I know a handful of people in my direct day-to-day life who would say otherwise. Who <laughs> would
1: say otherwise about what?
0: About, you know, let's say even asking about asking them is, is not okay.
1: Even asking them? Yeah,
0: because it's their body, so you shouldn't give a shit. About them, and you should like you should not do anything revolving them because they're not part of your life, and you're not part of theirs.
1: Okay, then, then don't ask them.
0: Exactly, but it's like if you knew that already. No, no, no. Uh-huh. But let's say a stranger asks them, and they feel that way. They don't know. But even even asking about asking them is somehow crossing that line. But it would be different for different people.
1: Yeah, but if they have an issue about people asking them about asking them, then they should bring that up. One, I don't feel comfortable about you asking me whether or not I have tattoos, and number two, I would just prefer not to talk about the subject altogether. I feel like this is very rude and it crosses a line. Then the another person would know, be like, "Okay, cool. All right. I've
0: understood." But I feel like no one would be as calm and respectful as you would just like stated this. I do this. How come other people can't? Well, okay, and but, but, but that's other people. So then, should you not be, like, in your case, following the same guidelines that you just stated, should you not be respectful of, of how other people are going to respond?
1: I mean, I respond. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I know. I, I feel like I always am really respectful of the way that other people respond, like regardless of whether or not they respond in like a nice way or in a rude way or like a way in between. You always have to just gauge like the situation that you're in. And sometimes like you can, even before you decide to ask the question of whether or not you should ask the question, like you can already get a sense of the vibe that's going on. If you meet someone who you think is already kind of like standoffish and isn't Completely open to answering questions, such as like things about tattoos or other taboo things. Maybe that's a question that you would save for later when you get to know them better.
0: But I feel like that's delving into like a really specific situation that doesn't necessarily reflect the faster paced day to day life.
1: Do you ask strangers off the street if they have like what their the, what the meaning of their tattoos are?
0: sometimes sometimes yeah if, if i see a really cool tattoo i'll say hey i think your tattoo is really cool and then in, in some circumstances I'll, I'll delve a little deeper and you know see what it means and things like that where they yeah. got it and things like that just because you know i have tattoos i don't have nearly as much as a lot of other people but i still consider myself part of that culture and i i do want to know
1: yeah but in this instance like you've Taking the first step in showing respect and care towards that other
0: person. It's but like some people don't see that care. They don't see it as care. They just see it as rudeness.
1: Then they should tell you, I feel like that was rude. And then you'll be like, all right, then, then I will stop asking.
0: I will stop like prodding. But then going back to what we said before about the respect, the respect from which side? The
1: person asking should always be respectful. The person responding should also hope to be respectful as well, but sometimes the way that they answer might not be viewed as respectful to
0: the person that was initially asking.
1: It's a, it's a delicate subject. It
0: is a delicate subject. And I know th- this is just like a weird thing with tattoos because I actually have an example.
1: <laughs> I was like, where did this come from? All right. Well, okay. It's one of those
0: things of like actually caring and not caring and when mm-hmm. – about minding your own business and doing you. As mm-hmm. as a point of separation, as opposed mm-hmm. to being independent, but just more mm-hmm. like you're gonna go over there and do your thing because I don't want to have to deal with you. But anyways, like with this tattoo subject, there was someone I was friends with on Facebook, not anymore because she unfriended me. Oh well. As soon as this happened. rough <laughs> But she posted some article about tattoos in women. Mm-hmm. and women. And it was supposed to be a feminist article, but it was very toxic in, in regards mm-hmm. to feminism and very like social justice warrior-y in a bad way. Oh. So it was really just toxic feminism but in the article it stated that if a woman has tattoos under no circumstance should you ask any sort of questions about it. You shouldn't even look at them or even possibly think about asking a question. Somehow your intrigue about their tattoos was a bad thing.
1: Like couldn't you say that about any other feature about that person? You really could. Say for instance you could be like oh I like the makeup you put on your face today. Should I just not look at your face ever? Yeah or like look like, at your
0: face or like say someone was dressed really well or you like their shoes Mm -hmm. but somehow the the way i put it was like okay am i supposed to read your mind Mm -hmm. that that's how you approach the situation it's like no i'm sorry like you're not special enough
1: i mean there there is something to be said about people constantly looking at you and judging you and your body is your body and people shouldn't be looking at you all the time and making comments and stuff like that
0: no they really shouldn't but I feel like once you leave your house unfortunately Mm -hmm. or fortunately however you think about it people are going to look at you and see you
1: yes I guess if you don't want people to see you with your tattoos that you don't want anyone else to know about perhaps you should cover them up cover them up or stay at home if that, if that is such a sensitive topic to you that you're like, okay, I don't want anyone to ever ask me about my tattoos, then do something about it. If you want it to be private, then make it a private thing.
0: Yeah, but, but some people don't want to do that. They want the best of both worlds.
1: They want to have their face tattoo and then be like, don't look at my face tattoo.
0: Exactly. Hmm. And I feel like that whole, that still, you know, not caring mentality comes into this. No, I don't care about you. You don't care about me. Just because we're within proximity of each other does not mean any interaction has to happen, which technically is true. That's technically true. But as people, we're social creatures. And that's very, Mm -hmm. like, science-y and biological. But we talk to people. We interact with each other based on everyone else's interactions just we kind of learn and adjust and address situations one step at a time but you can't expect me to approach situation a in some manner given all the information that has been fed to me and i respond appropriately but then all of a sudden throw all these facts in out of left field and expect me to have known them And did like an abracadabra surprise, here's something you didn't know about me. I feel
1: like if you are the person who is initiating the contact or I guess questioning of a different person, you should always be extremely mindful of respecting or caring the other person. if if they haven't interacted with you, they're like, okay, I'm minding my own business right now. It's like the women on the subway who are just like, I'm on the subway. I'm on the subway to do me. I'm just trying to go to work. Please don't talk to me, that type of stuff, you know? And these guys that come up to them and try to talk to them or like try to sweet talk them. They're like, I'm not in, please leave me alone. It's like, okay, well, if you're one of those guys and you're trying to talk to her or, and she's just like, I'm not feeling it. I just don't want to talk to you. Then respect that and be like, all right, I'm sorry. I talked to you.
0: But then should we go into every situation assuming that...
1: I think we should go into every situation assuming that the other person does not want the interaction.
0: Okay, so that's what I was going to say. The way I like thinking about it is you treat them as if they're the weakest link. And not like weak in terms of like mental or physical or anything. But they require the most care. So you just Mm -hmm. kind of stay away from it. Because it's more of a fragile situation. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, like if you're the person who wants... To do the interaction, you should take the utmost care in that interaction, if possible. And if for some reason you fail and you somehow disrespect the other person, it's like, okay, I'm sorry I disrespected you. I will leave you alone. But some people just don't don't understand that at all. Like I've had friends who have been on the subway, like I just said before, and guys that try to talk to them, they're like, no, I'm not trying to talk to you. I'm just on the subway, just trying to do my own thing, go about my own business, and these other people just don't get it. They like get really upset and they're like, oh my God, like you're so rude to me. And it's like, you're the one initiating the contact. I didn't, I wasn't doing anything to you in the first place. You did the interacting with me.
0: So then it's okay for them to not give a fuck then. If they don't want the interaction, if they're gonna, you know, do that. Cause you know, let's say I approach someone and they somehow say that they just don't want to talk, whatever, and for whatever reason, I think that's extremely rude. That they, appro- that they said that to me, who's in the wrong? Me, them, no one, both of us. If no one has the same values, I feel like everyone's wrong and everyone's right. Why
1: did you get upset in the first place? You're the one doing the interaction.
0: Because it's super rude to not want to talk to somebody. And I know there are some people who, because they're so sociable, mm-hmm. talking is a nice thing to do. And if you don't want to talk, even if you reject them politely, that's still a rude thing to do. Hmm... Because I mean, I, I know just just going in terms like the way, I was, you, the way I was okay. raised and like yes. somehow mm-hmm. like more Hispanic, having a conversation is a little bit more polite than just not having a conversation. So I'm sure if someone was trying to be nice and respectful and kind of shooting the shit with you, even though you're a stranger and you just straight up like kind of shut them down, I don't think they would like that.
1: Yeah, they wouldn't like that. But then if you come with the mindset like, okay, not everyone is raised with the same values as I am perhaps what I think is acceptable is not acceptable to them. But then
0: why are you asking one party to do something while the other one doesn't?
1: I think the other party's like, okay, well, like I know in their social mores that it's okay for them to talk to random strangers. And that's more polite than not talking to the stranger. But in my social mores, like I think we need to come to an agreement that perhaps the best interaction is for me to just be polite and say like, sorry, I don't want to talk. And the other person be like, all right, I understand that you don't want to talk.
0: Yeah, but I don't think nearly as many people are as level-headed as you make it seem to be. Like, everyone can just brush it off as some, like, calm, polite sort of thing and just understand. Like, no one understands anyone. That's kind of why we're in this in the beginning.
1: But we're trying to get there.
0: We are. But I feel like the, the entire issue is still there. Because you're asking one person to do more or is or you're asking one party to do more than the other, or if you're asking both people to do something, is it fair to ask people to do anything at all? Because, like, is it fair for society to ask people to do something that they don't want to do? Like, let's say we're telling, you know, side A and side B to think about how everyone else is going to respond and how they were raised and every other attribute in their lives that makes them how they are and reflects how they're going to respond. I don't want to have to do that. Like um, I'm I'm I think
1: you should though. I think you should. I think you should. I think you should come to the understanding that like one, not everyone has the same not everyone has the same values as you do. And then number two, just to be respectful. And that's it. That's all. And if for whatever reason, like there is a misunderstanding or you become upset with a situation because a stranger did not reciprocate, you know, something that should have been a friendly interaction, then think to yourself, like, why am I upset with this? It's like, normally, like, you come back to an answer that's like, okay, well...
0: You have way too much faith f- in people, Maggie.
1: Why Why shouldn't I have faith in people? No, I
0: feel like you have way too much faith in the... F- that's,
1: I'm only asking people to do two things, really. But, like, people... Understand that other people have different values than you do, and just to respect other people.
0: Well, it's that, it. and, like, you, you want them to be able to self-reflect on everything, but, like... I don't feel like a lot of people are gonna be in that same boat to wanna to think that way. Like I know there's probably a ton of people who like don't wanna to have to think about what they do like they're they're just being them. So why should uh-huh. why why should they have to think about what they're doing? when they think what they're doing is completely right.
1: Then I feel like they haven't lived a very full life, have they? If they can't self-reflect on the things that they've done.
0: But at that point, you're making a judgment on those people.
1: When did this become about me judging people and- I'm
0: just playing the devil the, of the, like, I'm not saying you. I think everyone should be doing that as well. But integrating that into everyone's culture, you know, from across the country to across the world, I feel like that's going to be an extremely difficult thing to do.
1: Like in America, This is already a melting pot of different cultures. And so I feel a lot of us, we already have experience with dealing people from different backgrounds. And most of the time you come to the understanding that like, okay, not everyone is raised the same way that I was raised. I should be cognizant of that. And I think it just comes back to the fact that like, okay, you should care as much as you can possibly care. If you are only able to care just a little bit, then that's good enough. You know, if it, if you can care as much as that, then that's good. If you can care more, then that's fine too. But the fact is that people should just care in general.
0: Okay. So that's it. Uh, I just feel like as much as I would love to think that, I feel like that's asking a lot from people. And I mean, I do hope eventually we do get to that point, but like more people, people in general are more selfish, unfortunately. I mean, I feel like that's just a byproduct of survival, however you want to put it in society. They just focus on themselves to get themselves by. So I feel like going against that is asking a lot. It's not something that I don't want to happen because I would love for people to start caring about other people. I hate how much people don't care.
1: Yeah, like when you come across, you know, a homeless person or someone who's begging on the street, would you give them the one or two dollars they're asking for? Stuff like that.
0: At that point, it it also depends.
1: Yeah, like at what point do we start drawing the line for like this is caring or, you know... Where does this all fit in the criteria of, like, we care about others and are we good people? And, like, what makes up good actions? What makes us good neighbors? That type of thing.
0: That is a whole philosophical topic that I don't even think we can get an answer to. Because <laughs> at, at, at that point, you're, you're trying to define good and bad for everyone and i actually
1: i uh, no no i didn't i didn't want to get into the bad i'm just defining the good
0: that's all but i mean with good comes bad so i was just saying that there's going to be a dichotomy you're going to have two ends to it like mm-hmm. there's no way we're going to ever eliminate bad and evil from the world unfortunately at least i don't think so and that's extremely unfortunate i do hope that we can grow so that a greater population has a great understanding and a mutual understanding of what is good but i feel like I'm I'm sure we are going to be changing to that, but that's going to be a long time coming. Hmm. Because I know I couldn't tell, are we good people? I honestly would say no. I would think in general people are assholes, unfortunately. People are terrible. A person is amazing. People mm-hmm. are assholes, people are evil, people are cruel, but a person can be genuine, nice, smart, intelligent, and like a genius. But once you put people together, it all goes downhill. So I couldn't tell you what a good person is. I would like to think I'm a good person, and I, and I do think I'm a good person. I think you're a good person, but put us into a, the melting pot of everyone else, and that kind of devolves as a group. Not individually, as a group, there's the whole groupthink mentality.
1: Do you think it's because there's one bad apple that ruins the bunch, that type of thing? Perhaps you'll have a group of 10 people and seven out of the 10 are quote-unquote good. But then you have one neutral person and two bad people. I guess the people that were good in the beginning, perhaps when they see like, oh, other people aren't playing by the rules that we play. Maybe we should do the same thing they're doing. And then it snowballs into like, a oh... People are no longer good. It's like a person is good. Sort of like influence.
0: I mean, I do kind of agree with that, but I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily one person or anything like that, because I'm sure you've heard of them experiment with the jail and the guards and they give a certain amount of people power who they're all well, decent people, but you give them, you know, one inkling of power and it kind of goes downhill. And even though they were genuine, nice people, somehow they turn into cruel, evil individuals. But that's a whole other thing. I'm like, are we good people? Like, I don't know. We can talk about that another time because that is a lot to think about.
1: Let's talk about that for next time. Yeah, we can talk about
0: that later. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. Um, oh man are we good people that's crazy but is it i think that's where she we should end that for now
1: Mm -hmm. if you guys liked our podcast please subscribe to our soundcloud or itunes if you have any suggestions please send them to whhwpod at gmail.com we appreciate any all comments anything else nick
0: no i think that's it kind of covered everything but subscribe to us on twitter instagram Mm -hmm. And I think that's it. It's the same WHHW pod and should be for both Twitter and Instagram. And you can submit ideas through comments there as well. But we will be updating for every single episode that we have.
1: All right. We'll see you guys next time. See you guys.